Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson. Pastor of JF Believers Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and click subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. Mark chapter 13. Verse 15 of our text says, And let him who is on the housetop not go down, nor enter in to take anything out of his house. Let him who is in the field not return back to take his cloak. But woe to those who are with child and to those who nurse babies in those days. Pray that your flight won't be in winter. Now speaking firstly to Israel, specifically those in Jerusalem, the direction herein is to flee and to flee immediately. Now Matthew's account on this event adds that one should pray that his escape attempt will not be on the Sabbath. There is no doubt, because in Israel, public transit on the Sabbath, well, is almost non-existent, and the whole picture even becomes more clear when we add the fact that Jerusalem can be sealed in a matter of minutes in an emergency situation due to the constant existence of Palestinian terrorism. So, as time marches forth and the picture becomes increasingly clear, we can see with clarity more and more what these passages mean to us. Verse 19 says, For in those days there will be oppression, such as there has not been the like from the beginning of the creation which God created until now and never will be. Unless the Lord had shortened the days, no flesh would have been saved. But for the sake of the chosen ones, whom he picked out, he shortened the days. In Matthew 5.13, we are told that we as believers are the salt of the earth. We are a preservative, if you will. Therefore, once that preservative is absent, no doubt this world will rot very quickly. And without the Holy Spirit in active involvement in the daily movement of mankind, the world will enter into the greatest state of chaos ever known upon this earth. In the past, such language is much easier to brush aside. But now in our post-nuclear world, our post-9-11 world, it is all a reality that cannot be ignored. Not only is it now feasible, but now quite believable. 2 Thessalonians 2 verses 15 through 17 says, So then, brothers, stand firm. Hold the traditions which you were taught by us, whether by word or by letter. Now our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father, who loved us and gave us eternal comfort and good hope through grace, may comfort your hearts and establish you in every good work and word. Verse 21 of our text says, Then if anyone tells you, look, here is the Christ, or look there, don't believe it. For false Christs and false prophets will arise and will show signs and wonders that they may lead astray, if possible, even the chosen ones. Now, ironically, it is the Jehovah Witnesses that claim that the second coming of Christ actually occurred in 1874. And finally, after decades of holding to this fantastic claim, 
they decided instead that he really came back in 1914. Matthew 24, 26 tells us, If therefore they tell you, Behold, he is in the wilderness, don't go out. Or, Behold, he is in the inner rooms, don't believe. Let's face it, false messiahs have been appearing on the scenes, seemingly from the moment Jesus returned to the Father. And throughout time, many have been even able to produce great signs and wonders, such as the likes of Edgar Cayce and Nostradamus. The problem is, people often make the mistake of thinking that such signs and wonders can only come from God. But Satan has always had the power to manifest miraculous deeds and to give his followers that same power. So we need to be careful not to be swayed by such supernatural events, especially as the end days approach. Those signs will no doubt be persuasive, well to the point that they will deceive even the elect. That word speaks of believers. That speaks of us. Verse 23, But you watch. Behold, I have told you all things beforehand. The point of prophecy is not for our entertainment, but rather it is to realize the lateness of the day and to focus or at least to keep our focus where it should be. And that is on getting ready to leave this world and to take care of business until we do. None of us can claim we were blindsided. We've been warned. The information is available right before us. The question is, what response will we give that information? Verse 24 going on in our text says, But in those days, after that oppression, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. The stars will be falling from the sky and the powers that are in the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory. Then he will send out his angels and will gather together his chosen ones from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of the sky. So you see, from our text, we know that things in those days are going to go from bad to worse. The earth and mankind will not recover this time. Babylon will fall. And much to the shock of all those who believed in it, so intently they believed in this world system and had invested their lives in its future. Now, Many have predicted the end of the world with dates that have come and gone. So-called messiahs, quote-unquote, have appeared on the scene only to disappear just as quickly. However, when the end comes and the real messiah appears, there will no doubt be clear for everyone to see it. No, there'll be no doubt about it. The language throughout this whole passage can be somewhat ambiguous. But we get the point, don't we? What we are told is apparently just what we need to hear and just what we need to know, nothing more. The issue before us is not meant to be a puzzle or a riddle to be further deciphered. We aren't called to superanalyze the text and start focusing on conducting prophecy conferences to discuss the whole matter. What we are told here is to motivate 
us to action on our part, not to motivate us to analytical study. Our lowly Nazarene will again return the conquering king. But then again, he always was the conquering king. Just few recognized him as such. That was our daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Pastor Tim or JF Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com.